Welcome back to another episode of Psycho Cinematic. Today we are covering the movie The Vavitch. Uh, I'm just fucking with you. I know that it's The Witch, directed by Robert Eggers. And as always, spoilers ahead. So since I already went there with the title, why is the title of this movie spelled with two V's instead of a W? Well, apparently Robert Eggers has said that he found a pamphlet, like an old brochure or something from the 1600s, and that was how which was spelled. I think they were saying something like using W's wasn't commonplace for printing and that the V was more common. That's one thing about this film. Robert Eggers also wrote it and he really did his homework. He did his homework so much, in fact, that the Satanic Temple endorsed this movie. And as far as I'm aware, because I tried looking it up, they haven't endorsed any other movie. A24 sent this film to the Satanic Temple, basically being like, I think you guys will like this. And they did. And what's weird about this Satanic Temple is that they apparently don't even worship Satan there. This is all news to me, as there's apparently different forms of Satanism, I guess that would make sense because of like Christianity, there's a million different branches. So that's crazy. They had a few special showings across the United States. That seems like an achievement in the marketing standpoint, but that's also kind of creepy. So this film is a 1630s New England folk tale, and it feels like an accurate depiction of the hysteria at the time of who is a witch. And even if we don't have proof that you're a witch, you will still die for it. So some of the things I noted about this movie, first and foremost, was I immediately had to turn on the subtitles. Not only are they talking in old English accents that are super thick, but they're using old English language like thou hast blah, blah, blah. You know, it, so it's really hard. It, it feels like you're, you're listening to Shakespeare being read by Shakespeare. And the actor who plays William, the dad, his voice is so deep that it's already hard enough to understand him. Even if he spoke with my accent, I doubt that I could really understand everything that he's saying. Something that's strange about this film is that in the beginning, the family's getting banished from wherever they were at in the first place for being too strict with their religion. Is that even possible? It seems like they're following the religion as rigid as anyone would back in the day. I will say this right up front. I don't know a ton about witches. I was kind of getting schooled by my wife about witch lore. And when I finished watching this movie, I started looking up a bunch of things, but I can never tell what exactly is true because they seem to be like forums or fan pages for witches. But they were talking about how when you take like a baby or maybe it was someone who hadn't been baptized or maybe was a virgin and then you kill them and grind them up and you make like an oil, some sort of paste, that's what allows witches to fly. I don't know if that's actually the the real witch lore, but baby Samuel is probably some flying oil. I like how Kate made the connection between them being banished to the forest with Christ going into the wilderness and being met by Satan, because that's quite literally what's happening here. In this film, we constantly see this hare, this rabbit, showing up and it kind of leads us to believe that this hare is a witch. And according to IMDb's fun facts, it says, in colonial New England, hares were considered magical creatures. They were often associated with witches either as a milk hare, which stole or spoiled milk from the farm animals, or the witch themselves, who were thought to be able to turn into a hare in order to spy on and influence people. That is both the things that we saw going on. Not only was a hare constantly watching them, but Thomason milked the cow and it was bloody milk, and then she also stepped on the egg and the yolk was bloody as well. And I'm feeling like they're foreshadowing that she herself is going to be the next hare as we see in the end. 
The witch that comes for Caleb is in a red hood. And I felt like this was symbolic of another old, I don't even know if it's called a fairy tale or not, but Little Red Riding Hood, because they are basically wolves, predators, feeding on them. I also saw on, I think it was IMDb, when the witch's hand shows up to be old when she's kind of like spectrally appearing as young. It is basically the exact same thing in The Shining when Jack has that moment with the woman in the bathroom and then it turns out she's old as shit. When Caleb is basically like possessed or sick when he shows back up, I wrote down when they, you know, cut his head and drain blood into a bowl. I was like, what was that? And so I looked that up. That's called bloodletting, apparently, if you didn't know that. Uh, but until I think it was the 19th century, it wasn't really disproven as not gonna work, but they did that as a cure for a lot of ailments, apparently. So that sucks. <laughs> when Thomason claimed to be the witch to her twin siblings, I immediately knew that is so risky to do in this time period. You could get away with that now, but not in the 1600s. And I knew it was gonna bite her in the ass. When Caleb has that apple in his mouth removed, I immediately wrote down that it's basically like a stuffed pig because they are eating him, but could easily have connections to religion or fairy tales. Religion being the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and fairy tale being a poison apple. So when Kate is having the dream about Caleb, She's actually breastfeeding a raven who's really going to town, just tearing up her nipple and it looks awful. But that is actually the witch's tit, which again, I, I've i heard of that, but I don't know much about it. So I looked it up. Apparently people believe that witches had a third nipple that they could feed their familiars like demons, ravens, cats, etc. So it's interesting when Black Philip the goat goes to kill William. He gets gored a couple times, but the final blow comes from when he falls into the wood stack and the wood stack topples over onto him. The way this looks is that he's been running from his problems, doing the only thing that he's good at, according to Kate, which is chopping wood and trusting in God. And basically his life, figuratively and right here, literally became a house of cards that toppled over on top of him. It was also annoying when Kate accuses Thomason of her sluttish looks with her brother when really the brother was the one who multiple times was checking her out. Ugh, those, those things in movies drive me nuts. It's like, you don't even know the truth. But she didn't get the memo not to mess with Thomason. It's really interesting that Thomason ends up becoming a witch herself and making the deal with the devil because when you look at this whole film, her family is basically willing this into existence. They're, they've treated her like the outcast, like she's done something wrong this entire time, accusing her of being a witch to the point that she actually becomes one because she has nothing left. My joke moral of the story for this film is is if you're going to claim to be a witch to your little siblings or anyone back then and you're a woman, you better hurry up and consult the goat because <laughs> they're coming for you. This entire film, I got Hansel and Gretel meets hereditary vibes. And funny enough, I decided to look into Robert Eggers' film history and in 2007, he made a short film of Hansel and Gretel. So this had been brewing for a while, it seems. Hereditary came out three years after this film, which is another A24 movie. And I've got to say I liked Hereditary a lot more than this movie, but I think the reason why is I'm not really too fond of the classic witch tale. I'm not a fan of vampires, werewolves, just all that stuff that kind of fits in that box. Not really a fan of it. But with Hereditary, yes, it 
was witchy, but the people that we're dealing with are cult members who practice witchcraft and not full-blown witches. Don't get me wrong though, this movie was good, but for me, I don't think I would give it over a seven out of 10 and I wouldn't rewatch it anytime soon. Maybe if I could understand the characters speaking without subtitles, it'd be like a 7.5 or so. If you've seen The Witch, please let me know down in the comments what you thought about this film. Thank you for watching this episode of Psycho Cinematic. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't already, and I'll see you in the next one.